Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Christmas isn't exactly 19 days. You're not excited about Christmas. Okay, I get it, it's fine. It's okay, it's okay. It's just like my favorite holiday in the entire planet, so why would you understand? I get it, okay? Anyway, I'm super excited about Christmas, and I don't know if maybe your grandmother is like my grandmother, and every time I see her, but the minute like the weather drops a temperature to where it's finally cold enough to wear sweaters outside, every single time I see her, and y'all, she's so cute. She's like, she's like maybe 4'11", five foot. She's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And uh, she's actually from Hungary, so she, she doesn't speak very good English, even though she's been in America for like 100 years. And every single time I see her, now that the weather has dropped temperature, and it is officially the Christmas season, I go to her house and she's like, oh, Britner, I just love this weather. The sweater weather, it's so nice. And every time I see her, she has a little mug with Santa's face on it. <sighs> It's adorable. And she just drinks it. And every time I see her, every single time in the winter, she always tells me she's so grateful that it's winter, that she can wear a sweater and go outside even though she can't garden in the winter. And then she's got her little cute Santa mug. I'm guaranteed like there's nothing in that mug, but she's got it every single time. And then I don't know if maybe, maybe your grandma's not like my grandma, but, um, but then when I see my mom, okay, I don't know what the holidays bring out in parents, but for some reason they get extra emotional, okay? They get extra sentimental when they see you. Obviously, I don't live at home. I'm a married woman. That would be weird. And every time I go to my mom's house, she every single time, okay? I've been over there like once in the last month because it scares me. Every time I go over there, she somehow cries. She cries every single time, thinking back when I was just a small little child with my brother and my sister, and we would go outside and we'd play in the snow all day, even though it would last like five seconds because it's Grand Junction and snow melts here like crazy. And then she would remember we would run in and she would make us hot chocolate and we'd snuggle up and watch a Christmas movie. And every time it ends in tears and it's super uncomfortable and it's disgusting, okay? Tears, gross. But there is something about the holidays that just brings out emotions, okay? It just becomes an emotional time. Um, I will admit, I get a little emotional in like the Christmas season because especially on Christmas Day, all right, I know I'm like a 26-year-old woman and I have a husband, but y'all, I am excited about Christmas Day. Okay, I am as much as excited as I was when I was a little girl because I got to think about what do I want for Christmas because now I have adult money that my husband has to buy me Christmas presents and it's the best day ever and I'm like, oh, what am I going to spend his dollar on? Okay, what is he going to get me for Christmas? And I love Christmas morning. I love it so much because then it's so sweet too when you see him open up a present that he didn't even asked for, but you knew he wanted it. I get why parents cry a lot, okay? I understand. I understand. But also growing up with Christmas, I also had a lot of questions when it came to the Christmas story. Now, maybe you were smarter than me growing up, probably, but I always had questions. Questions like, okay, if Jesus came as a baby, where the heck did Jesus come from? 
Okay, I don't know why. Maybe you already knew this um, plot twist. He was in heaven. I don't know how that makes sense. And then I always question, all right, if Mary, Jesus' mom, had to make it to Bethlehem, she was eight months pregnant. What were they doing traveling at eight months pregnant? And maybe you already knew all of these answers, but I did not until, sadly, I became a pastor. Now, like Pastor Marilyn said earlier, we are stepping into our Christmas series, where the next couple weeks we are going to be diving into different parts of the Christmas story. And it's our hope and it's our prayer that maybe, just maybe, you pay attention and you learn something about the Christmas story of why we celebrate Jesus, why we celebrate Christmas, why maybe it's so emotional, especially for me. And so we're going to break this down piece by piece of the Christmas story. But before we jump into that, you got to know who's involved in the Christmas story, okay? So first up is Gabriel, or we'll call him Gabe, all right? And Gabe is a messenger angel, meaning God would send him sometimes to go deliver a message to somebody. Messenger angel. Espen, your mind is blown, I know, okay? Next is uh, Mary. If you didn't know this, that's Jesus' mom, okay? Basic Bible knowledge, Espen, got you again. All right, and then uh, you need to know about Joseph. Do you know Joseph? That is crazy, I didn't even tell you who he is yet. He is Jesus's dad, okay? Kind of an important guy, I know, Espen, I know, okay? And then there's these dudes called the wise men, they're gonna be important later. Then there's some sheep, then like some shepherds, some cows, all that kind of crap. But you gotta know about Mary and Gabriel for today. So our story picks up with Jesus in heaven. And like I said before, before Jesus came to earth to be born a wee little baby, he was actually chilling up in heaven where everything was perfect and nothing was bad. And tonight we pick up our story with Gabe and Jesus. And I like to imagine that maybe Gabe and Jesus, before Jesus came to earth, had a little conversation that looked a little something like this. Jesus, what's up, dude? Dab me up, come on, yeah, it's good to see you. How are you, you're not, you're not for the weekend? You're getting excited, you're going to Earth soon, right? Yeah. Finally, yeah, yep. you pumped? It's gonna happen. Are you, uh-huh. are you pumped? Yep. Are you, sure. are you, yeah. hey. are you? Peace be are still, you? peace be still, Gabe. Okay. For real, it's a yeah. little much, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I'm really excited about this. I am totally ready to go down there. It is finally time. We've been waiting a long time for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you sure? Have you, have you looked down there recently? Have you kind of checked in, tuned in recently? It's kind of, it's a little bit of a mess, a little yeah. bit of a disaster that down is there. very accurate, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Hey, it is a mess down there, but it's a messy job that I was, I am for, right? That's exactly what we have been planning for eternity. I'm ready. I'm ready to be their savior. I'm going to go down there and make it happen. Okay, cool. So, well, uh, let me know how that goes. I hope it goes well. Uh, send me a postcard. Hey, Gabe, one little thing. Yeah, what's um, up, Jesus? I need you to let me know how that conversation with Mary goes. Sorry, uh, <laughs> what conversation with Mary? Okay, so yeah, the conversation where you let her know that she is going to be the mother of the Savior. Uh, so, uh, hold on. <laughs> I must have missed this meeting. Uh, she's going to be the mother of the Savior, like a cool, like, friend mom. You know, like, we all have those friends that are like, we call mom. Like, you hang out, like, kind of home base, or 
like something something else. No, Gabe. Uh, she's going to be my mother because she will give birth to me. Sorry. I, I know I'm asking a lot of questions. I just want to be abundantly clear on the information here. Um, she's going to give birth to you? Yeah. Ouch, dude. Oh, God. Not as no, a man. I'm you're just, going. You're so tall. She's going to give birth broad. to me. She's going to give birth to me as a baby. Oh, right, 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 right. Cool, 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 cool. I get it. I get it. Totally. I don't get it. What? What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm giving up all of this. Okay. What? And all of this. I am going down there. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be birthed by a human woman, Mary, the person we really should let know what is about to happen. I, you know, you're right. Correct. Should, okay? A heads up would be good. So that way I am fully human and fully God. I'm going to go down there. She's going to give birth to me so that I can be, I can grow up as a human and live the perfect life. Okay. So you're going to go tell her all that. Please let me know how it goes. Thanks so much. <laughs> Wait, but Jesus, hold on. I do, but how? But like, but like how? Jesus, you're walking away, and I don't like it when you walk away when I'm asking you questions. It's all oh, fine. Okay. So maybe it happened like that. Maybe it didn't. Uh, you know, the Bible's a little unclear for that, so that's open for interpretation. But Jesus was gearing up to leave heaven. And if you know anything about heaven, you know how humbling this is. Because heaven is absolute perfection. Now it's even like near impossible to get our human brains to comprehend all that heaven is and all that heaven will be. The Bible said that it has streets of gold. I don't know about you, but man, I could use a few dollars, okay? It has streets of gold, it has pearly gates. There is gonna be smells like you've never smelt before. There's gonna be colors that you have never even seen. But the best part is that heaven is absolute perfection. So in heaven, there will be nothing sad. There will be nothing that will break our hearts. There will be no awkward breakups where then you have to see each other at 4640 and it gets real awkward and we all have to interact and watch it. None of that is going to happen in heaven because heaven is perfect, right? There'll be no tears. There will be no fear. There will be nothing like that. And heaven was created for you and it was created for me. And if you've ever asked Jesus to come into your heart, to be the leader, to be the savior of your life, then heaven is a place that one day you will also get to experience. And Jesus would choose to leave all of that. He would choose to humble himself and be born a baby. A baby. The God of the universe, the God who created absolutely anything and everything that we see chooses to come as a baby. And now if you really think about God could really come as anything that he wanted to, right? He could have come as fully grown Jesus. That would be a little bit weird. He could have come as anything, but he chooses a baby. And coming as a baby, it means that he understands us. Because Jesus then had to grow up. He had to face different challenges. He had to find out who he was. Was he an emo? Was he a jock? Was he like a scene kid? I don't know if y'all still have that. Was he preppy? Was he a know-it-all? He had to go through puberty. Awkward, okay? Awkward time in all of our lives. He had to face things that we faced. He went through the same things that we went through. Jesus 
was fully human, and yet he was fully God. And he chose to come as a baby. He chose to lower himself as a baby and say, man, I understand what you went through. I understand what it was like growing up, having to try to obey your parents. I understand what it was like trying to make it home on curfew. I understand what makes you mad because it also made me mad. Jesus understands us. Now back to our story, okay? So now Gabe and Jesus had this little conversation and now Gabe has to tell Mary the big news that she's gonna be Jesus's mom. And I think maybe it went a little something like this. Just, you just gotta tell her. You just, you just gotta tell her. It's that simple. You just, listen, you're the boss, Gabriel. You're the boss. 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 Just tell her. Just tell her. Okay, it's gonna be on. Mary. 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 Fear not. Nope. Probably should have led with that. Uh, a little late. Um, I'm. Hey, I'm Gabriel. Uh, that's. I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Gabriel. Uh, I'm Mary. Nice to meet you, Mary. Yes. Normal people shake hands. This is good. Um. Um. Yeah. Please go away now. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm gonna yeah. go. Okay. Okay. I will. I'll do it. Gosh. Um. Nope. Can't leave. Got something I really have to tell you. Um, okay, okay. Uh, fear not. You are, uh, you're going to have a baby, okay? And it's, congratulate. yep, congratulations. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> Gabe, is it? Yeah, Gabriel. You can call me Gabe, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, so, um, I don't know you very well, um, uh, yeah, but we there's just some, met. there's some things that have to happen in order for a person to have a baby, and um, maybe one day in the future, but small problem, um, I've never, I've, I've never had the sex. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, hold on, let me yeah. finish, okay, I gotta yeah. just, let me map out the whole scenario. Please okay. do. Yeah. Um, wait, no, wait, don't map it out. No, no, wait. no, I won't, okay, 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 I won't map I it out. I understand what. Let me explain okay. myself. Okay, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna have a baby yeah. that is eventually gonna end up being God. He's gonna be the savior of the world. You will name him Jesus, I know. Sounds crazy, but that's, that's what's happening. Congratulations, send me a postcard. Uh, you can play make his middle name Gabriel, I guess. Uh, let me know. Definitely not. Okay, well, yeah. th- this is, yeah. That's the situation. This this can't be true. Are you serious? No, this I is, I get is... it. I understand. I had some, myself had some trouble wrapping my head around the information, um, but it is in fact true. Yeah, I was just up with Jesus, uh, big guy upstairs. He told me. I came straight here and told you. And if it makes you feel better, I didn't want to do this. Oh my gosh! You didn't want to do this. You didn't want to do this. Uh, yep. Okay. Well, that's funny. It's uncomfortable for everyone involved. I have to do it. Okay. Right. Physically, I'm just, that's the part I'm struggling. Okay. You know what? It's okay. I love God. I trust him. He, he chose me. And if I, if I'll be, I'll be his servant and I'll do as he asked me to do. 
Wow, you took this way better than I thought you were gonna. I was really, I was, I was scared. I thought you were gonna throw stuff at me, but um, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Small little hiccup. Uh, let me know how it goes telling Joseph the news. Uh, my, definitely send me a postcard. Let me know. Wait, uh, you're just gonna, gonna leave? Great. What are you doing? Do you know what they do to women in this century for having babies? They're gonna throw rocks at me. Well, duck, I guess. Oh my. What? I have to tell Joseph. <laughs> Okay, again, it probably didn't happen like that, but I like to imagine that it did. So now Mary knows that she is going to be the mother of the savior of the world. And Mary at this point in her life is only a teenager, okay? She's not like a stable woman in her 20s with a job and a career and a husband. She is just a teenager, right? An anxious, scared teenager who's only engaged to be married. She hasn't even told her fiance yet. And Mary's response to this news, Luke 138 says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. I don't know about you, but I don't think that that would be my response. I think I might inappropriately say something to Gabriel and give him the middle finger and say, no way. But that's not Mary's response. Mary says, yes, I'm your servant, God. Whatever you ask of me, I will do. See, there was nothing really special about Mary. We don't know much about her in the Bible, except she was obedient, but God didn't choose her because she was the prettiest. God didn't choose her because she was the most fit. God didn't choose her because she was rich. God didn't choose her because she had all of her crap together. But instead, God chose her because she was obedient. Now, that's kind of where we're going to stop in the story this week. And I think it's important to know that Mary was just obedient, right? Mary said yes, when probably a lot of us would say, heck no. And Mary said yes, and because she said yes, we now have access to Jesus, right? Because Mary said yes, we have now been given the greatest gift that we have ever been given. And yes, it absolutely sounds cheesy, but that is why we celebrate Christmas. That is why we celebrate Jesus. Because without Mary saying yes, I don't know if we would get to feel the love like we do from God. Without Mary saying yes, I don't know if we would have the same access to Jesus as we have now. Without Mary saying yes, I don't know if Jesus would have still come. I don't know if he would have just picked somebody else. I don't know, but I don't want to take that for granted. Mary saying yes and agreeing to carry Jesus now means that we have a savior. It now means that we have a rescue plan. It now means that there is somebody who loves us more than anybody else on this earth. It now means that we no longer have to pay for the sins you and I commit. All right, we no longer have to be punished because we mess up. First John 3, 5 says, but you know that Christ came to take away our sin. All right, he came to take away our sin. That means he came to not punish us, but he came to take the punishment. He came even though we lie, he came even though we disobey, he still came for you. Even though we should be punished for it, right? Mary saying yes means that our whole life has now changed. 
Jesus being born means that we don't have to pay for that anymore. We don't have to pay for the punishment. We don't have to pay for the wrong things we do. We don't have to pay for the sins that we commit because he took our punishment. 1 John 1, 9 says, but God is faithful and fair. If we confess our sins, he will forgive our sins. He will forgive every wrong thing that we have done and he will make us pure. So God, now that we sin, now that we mess up, he not only forgives us, but he also forgets. Hebrews 8, 12 says, and I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. Now, this doesn't mean that you get a free pass, okay? This doesn't mean that you get to just go and live your life and do whatever you want, and at the end of it, you can just say, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. I know you're gonna take my punishment anyway. This means that, yes, we are imperfect people, but we still try, right? It's not a free pass, but it means that God came to take the punishment for us, all because Mary said yes. And we can't get wrapped up in the excitement of Christmas and what we want for Christmas. Like, if we're going to get a new car for Christmas, because we've been asking for a new car, if we're going to get AirPods, I don't know if y'all still have those, okay? If we're going to get the new iPhone 14, we can't get caught up in that. Because the true gift of Christmas is Jesus. And we have to stop and be able to think, what did Jesus do for me? What did him being born change in my life? Because it changed your whole life. It changed absolutely everything. It changes the way we live. Without Jesus, we wouldn't know the love of a perfect father. Without Jesus, there would be no home in heaven for you and I. Without Jesus, there would be no rescue plan. Without Jesus, we would pay the punishment. Without Jesus, we would have to keep going through life alone, feeling this void in our heart, trying to fill it with material things, trying to fill it with social media, trying to fill it with our boyfriend or girlfriend, a hole that only Jesus can fill. Without Jesus, we wouldn't be here. So Christmas is absolutely bigger than you and I. Christmas is an invitation to know Jesus. It's an invitation to know his love. John 3.16 says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Christmas is about a father's sacrifice, sending his one and only son to grow up, to die on a cross in hopes that you would choose him back. Now, I'm not up here to make you feel bad for wanting Christmas gifts, because I want them too. I'm not up here to make you feel bad for maybe decorating for Christmas or for getting swept up in the hype of Christmas, because those things are fun, and yes, you can partake of those but it cannot outweigh Jesus. Those things cannot mean more to us than Jesus does. So I wanna challenge you this year, and I want you to think about what has Jesus done for me? What has Jesus changed in my life? And if you're thinking about it and you don't have an answer, then you haven't got to experience Jesus. You haven't got to experience the love of a perfect father yet. And so I want right where you are just to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I want you to take a second and think about what has Jesus changed in my life? What is Jesus being born mean for me? 
hasn't changed anything? Am I kind of just skating by thinking, man, Christmas is fun and I'm so excited for it, but, but the other Jesus stuff, I don't really, he hasn't done anything for me. No, Jesus has done everything for you. He sacrificed heaven for you. He left the perfection and the glory of heaven for you. And he chose to be born a little baby, to humble himself, to grow up, to completely understand what it is that you're going through. Jesus has changed everything. And maybe there's some of us in this room tonight who, yeah, Jesus once changed everything for us, but now now we've gotten a little bit away from him. And yeah, Christmas is fun, but I've kind of lost sight of why I'm even celebrating it. And if you want a place back with Jesus, all you have to do is ask for forgiveness. And so I wanna just invite you to do that now. If maybe you said, yes, at one point in my life, I've accepted Jesus, I know he's changed my life, but I've kind of put him on the back burner. All you gotta do is just ask for forgiveness. It's just saying, Jesus, I'm sorry. Will you please take the spot in my life that you deserve? And when you do that, he becomes first in your life again. And for those of us who maybe don't know what Jesus has changed in our life because we've never even got to encounter this Jesus yet. We've never even got to make him our leader or our savior. We've never even asked him to come into our life. Then I just wanna give you that chance too. And if you say tonight, man, yeah, I, I wanna know that guy. I wanna know that Jesus that came for me. I wanna know that Jesus that eventually died on a cross for me. I want him to change my life. And I just want everybody in this room to repeat after me. Just say, dear Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've messed up. And I know that I'm a sinner. Will you please forgive me? And I know that you died on a cross for me. And I choose tonight to make you the leader of my life. And I wanna know you. And I wanna experience your love. It's in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Guys, Jesus has changed absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. So yes, be excited for Christmas. Yes, have so much fun, enjoy time with your family, but also do not lose sight of what God has done for you. I'm gonna go ahead and pray over you guys. Go ahead and bow your heads, close your eyes one more time. Jesus, we love you and we thank you that you died for us. We thank you that Mary said yes. We thank you that now we get a savior. Now we have a rescue plan. Now we know that you love us. And so God, I pray everybody in this room tonight would just know the weight of that. That Christmas is awesome, but we can't forget why we celebrate it and it's because of you. And we love you so much. It's in Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center podcast. For more information on what's happening at 4640, you can check us out on social media or our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights, and we hope to see you there.